0: I don't know about you, but sometimes the thought of scheduling everything, it seems, well, way too rigid. <laughs> Suffocating. Not spontaneous enough. Now, spontaneity, that's totally fine. I love doing things whimsically, you know, especially for like a vacation. My husband and I... <laughs> We learned some lessons that maybe we should be a little less spontaneous and actually plan ahead. But actually, you know, he'll say it all worked out perfectly. So that's great. Maybe weekends, you don't want to have everything planned. Maybe that's how you homeschool. Maybe you approach other situations with spontaneity. So without a plan, winging it, leaving it up to the spirit, all that, it's great. Except if you're struggling with your weight, it's not great to not have a plan for food. So today, we're going to give you a Christian approach to meal planning and get your food on a schedule. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss, the Kingdom Fit Moms way, everything changes. You're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories, and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Now, before we dive into today's podcast, I have to remind you that tomorrow is the last day to apply for the Fit Moms Accelerator Scholarship. So we're giving away five $1,000 scholarships for those of you who want to upgrade into our six-month coaching program. So it's six months with me and our amazing community. They are incredible, these women. Really All in, breaking chains, getting rid of the stronghold of excess weight, and living life on purpose as their healthiest selves. So again, five $1,000 scholarships. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes. You can still apply. You're not too late. Go get inside the Kingdom Fit Moms Facebook group. You'll see all the information for how to apply, and that's where we love hanging out. On Facebook, inside this community, you'll find a whole bunch of new BFFs and get in the know with all things Kingdom Fit Moms. Okay, let's get started. So why do we need to put our food on a schedule? Maybe, again, maybe this topic is already making you feel anxious and tightened up and like, I don't want my life to be scheduled away. I get it. But we as human beings, we work really well in rhythms. Our week is designed in a seven-day rhythm, right? And within that rhythm, hopefully, you have a good rhythm of Sabbath, sleeping, connection. All of those things work really well to keep our lives in order, right? Our seasons, they work in rhythms. Our sleep, specifically, is in rhythms of REM sleep. And today, I want to teach you... That especially when you're struggling with weight, we need to transition you to having a rhythm of how you eat so that it just becomes a part of what you do. I'm a big believer that we need to master a thing on a schedule with a rhythm before we can get off of the structure and have that spontaneity again. Putting food on a schedule it really helps it to become a part of our subconscious. So you've heard me say before that I literally never count anything. I don't count calories. I don't count macros. And after three babies, I've bounced back to my pre-pregnancy weight. I maintain within a five-pound window and I know what to do. But there was a season where I was learning about how much food to eat, um, I was I was scheduling my food, and I still do this basically naturally now, but first, it does require some planning, so that's what, if you're struggling with weight, then I want you to take a step back, and I want you to really take this episode to heart, because it's very practical, and if you feel like you're just willy-nilly grabbing food here and there, we need to stop doing that, and we need to get our food on a schedule like we're talking about today. So. If you are feeling overwhelmed by what to eat, or you find yourself getting off track every night after work, or midday when your kid is sleeping, or something triggers you to not eat what you actually want to eat to lose weight, then consider a food schedule. A lot of examples that I hear. So some women will tell me like, oh, I do really well all day, maybe because you're leaving the house and you don't have any choices, and then you get home and then you binge on whatever is in sight. Or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and then, you know, you're really busy all morning. You're hardly eating because you're trying to do all the things and clean and keep up with your kids. And then the afternoon comes when people go down for naps and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. And then you're eating whatever. Maybe it's leftover peanut butter and jelly. And you lay down for the night and you're like, what did I do with my nutrition today? Nothing very good, right? Or Maybe you feel triggered to eat certain things Um, emotionally. Maybe when you get stressed out, you find yourself eating things and you don't really have a plan. So you feel like you can stay on track pretty well until those emotions overcome um, your day. And then you're like totally off track, not doing the thing that you actually want to do long-term. These are just a few reasons, a few signs, maybe red flags, that we need to get your food on a schedule. Other things to consider... As moms, I don't know about you again, but I think decision fatigue is a very real thing. We have a lot of decisions to make every day. And not only decisions, but just basic life maintenance. You know, for example, okay, my kids and I, we are doing two different co-ops this year for homeschool, and last year we didn't do any, and I'm a very new homeschool mom, I I recognized that I need some help and some people. So there's two mornings a week where we're rushing out the door. I try to do as much as I can at nighttime to have everything ready. But so far with this one particular co-op, the first week we arrived there and on the way there, my daughter took a cup of water, poured it all over my two-year-old and I had no extra clothes. So that decision to pack extra clothes just didn't happen. So the whole co-op, he was soaking wet. Yeah, and then the next week, I just totally forgot his shoes. So he was running around this co-op the whole time barefoot. Again, not the end of the world, but, you know, this third week, we're going to really try to remember all the things, which comes with a lot of little decisions about what to pack, what to bring. I have three kids, so, you know, seven and under. They're not great, obviously, at remembering to do everything on their own. So let's eliminate decision fatigue about what to eat, for goodness sakes, because I want to make your life easier. (laughs) So it takes time up front to plan and prepare. I get that. I feel like maybe there's some resistance that I hear a lot. You know, I don't want to have to take the time to do that, or I just haven't sat down to figure all this out. But we're going to teach you this month, we're going to be talking a lot about meal planning. And I want to encourage you that if you take the time, if you sit down and do the thing, then you're going to be setting yourself up for success long term. And then in that moment, at 5:30, when everybody's arrived home, you aren't battling and trying to decide what's for dinner, whether that battle is in your mind because you're stressed and you feel like, oh, I deserve this. I just want to go get the pizza or the chick-fil-a. Or um, maybe you're not battling with your family, like, what's for dinner? I want this, I want this. Uh, this doesn't sound good. It's a simple answer because it's already scheduled. When you have your food on a schedule, also you can prevent yourself from dipping into hypoglycemia or low blood sugar, which can lead to that fight or flight mechanism of wanting to eat everything right now because your body thinks you're starving and oh my goodness, if I don't eat, I'm going to blow up. You know, it's hangry, Right. So when your food's on a schedule, you can avoid those moments that lead to binge eating. And oftentimes, binge eating, it can totally be from emotions. And other times, it can just simply be a physiologic response that we need to help get under control by regular eating patterns. Also... When you have your food on a schedule, you can say no to social pressures because you know what's coming. And you can even schedule out what you're going to eat at a restaurant. You can look at the menu before you go so that you're eliminating decision fatigue. You don't have to try to make a decision in that moment based on what everybody else is eating. You already know what you're doing. Or maybe it means your food's on a schedule so you're going to be taking certain food to whatever event you're going to. And if you struggle with this and we have some inner work to do, I was just talking to one of my accelerator clients today, and we were just talking about this idea of feeling bad about not eating the food that somebody gives you just because they spent time cooking it. And this is a big mindset shift that many, many fit moms have to make. Believing that you're, (laughs) it's basically accepting that your needs are valid including your need to say no to something or to, um, eat the thing that you actually want to eat for your long-term goal. Like we're not responsible for making other people feel good about, you know, our decisions of what we eat. It's not our role to make people feel good about that. It's our role to set our family up for success, to treat our body with utmost care. And if that offends people, then it's really not our problem. There's something going on within that other person And there are graceful ways to do this, but anyway, I digress. If you have your food on a schedule, it's so much easier in those situations. But also, don't skip the inner work. That's where I was going there. You know, in those moments where somebody offers you a thing, somebody offers you the dessert at work, somebody offers you some of their appetizer or whatever, and if you don't have anything else better planned then it's really hard to say no. But when you have a plan, you can just say, no thanks, I already have my lovely glass bowl of quinoa and veggies and avocado. And the thing about it is, especially if you spent time and money making this thing, then you don't want to waste it. So there's so much value in setting yourself up for success. Now, one question that I will definitely create more trainings on, but I just wanted to touch on today is what about intermittent fasting and having periods of the day where there is no food scheduled. I have many, many good thoughts about fasting, but I want to tell you some reasons why you should not be fasting if you're in this community. Okay, If you have not figured out the following things, then you should not be intermittent fasting. So the first would be If you call yourself an emotional eater, a binge eater, if you feel out of control around food, then you should not be starting with intermittent fasting. This is a more advanced tool. Again, there are so many physiologic, spiritual benefits of fasting, but my opinion is that it should not be where we start because you cannot fast forever. We eventually have to break the fast and we want you to have control in those areas and we want you to be fueling yourself with a lot of real food. So we need to heal the why, why you call yourself an emotional eater, a binge eater first, so that you aren't resorting to that when you're really hungry after a fast. And again, the goal of, of this whole community of Kingdom Fit Moms, of joining Fit Moms Academy or the Fit Moms Accelerator, working with me, all of those things, the end goal is freedom, which means that food does not control you anymore. And again, you cannot fast forever, maybe 40 days, but beyond that, like we have to eat, right? So there are going to be periods in your life and obviously where you need to eat. So we want to first master consistent, controlled, real food before skipping to intermittent fasting. So all that to say is eventually, if you are at this point where you have control, and you aren't emotionally eating, and you're consistent in the real food, then we can talk about adding in intermittent fasting as part of your scheduling, but don't start there, in my opinion. And maybe, maybe you've never even considered how to eat in a structured way. Maybe you have no idea where to even begin. Or maybe you are trying to tweak things so that you Don't fall off the bandwagon every day right before dinner. Maybe there's like a specific area of your day that you know you need to focus on scheduling a little bit better and planning your real food. Whatever you're, wherever you're at, I just want to encourage you. I want to read this scripture from Proverbs 21 verse 5. It says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty only comes to poverty. So all of the best laid plans all of the diligence all of the discipline to consistently get real food in your system the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance but everyone who is hasty only comes to poverty and so we're talking you know I'm I'm considering this verse in the mindset of health and when we are diligent about things like meal planning, which again can seem like not a huge deal, whatever. This, I truly believe will help. It's one of the keys that will lead you to the abundant, healthy lifestyle, the weight loss that you desire, the freedom, all of that. So don't skip over these things. It can seem, I don't know, boring, not what you want to work on, right? And again, there are seasons that surely need diligence, the details and the planning. And you may be able to get to the point where you don't have to plan out every little detail of food because it is just natural. Like you're seeking that out. You know what to do. But if you're struggling with getting off track, if you're in this community because you've struggled with weight for a long time, that's mostly who I work with. Those are the types of people that I talk to every single day and if that's you, then there's just so much wisdom in being diligent with your food and you're putting your meal, your food on a schedule so that you just know what you're doing every day. You can wake up just like you know when you're going to work or you know when you have appointments or you know when you have to take your kid to school or whatever that is, you know exactly when you're going to be eating. And this is for another talk, but when you have a nice laid out meal plan that is realistic, meaning don't try four new recipes a week when you're in the middle of football season, right? Or whatever that is, this busy season. I want you to choose meals that fit the life that you have and really tweak what you're already doing so that you know what to do. You don't feel overwhelmed. But again, we could talk all about that. We'll say that for another podcast. My point there is don't bite off more than you can chew. If you have a plan, then we can work through why you get off track. And this goes into the heart work The emotional eating, not making yourself a priority, but you have these foundations laid first of, I'm at least trying this meal plan. You're not being perfect. I'm never perfect in my meal plan, but if I don't have a plan and I have no idea where I'm going and the week, is just totally crazy. So maybe you're wondering, how do you even put your food on a schedule? The easiest way to do this for consistency is three meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and two snacks in between. And then essentially, if you are somebody who likes to have that fasting window, then you can stop eating after dinner and eat again at breakfast, and that gives you you know, a 12-hour fast or so. I think it's easiest to eat leftovers for lunch because it really eliminates decision fatigue, and you're only really having to cook one meal, which is dinner, and then having a high-quality, easy breakfast. Considering with all of your meals, how can I incorporate real foods, high-quality, Protein and fat to keep you fuller longer. And then again, having that stopping point for when you eat is really helpful. Again, and none of this is 100% forever and always, but hopefully you're hearing me. Like if you're struggling in this, then we need to reestablish some structure. So I encourage you to try this for a week, maybe even three days, and just see how the fog is lifted when you know where you're going. If you don't feel strong enough to make the decisions that you consistently want to make in the moment, then set yourself up well, where you use that long-term thinking part of your brain ahead of time to set yourself up for success instead of always being in that short-term part of your brain that's seeking pleasure and comfort and what you think you need in the moment. So that's all for today. I can't wait to hear all about your meal plans, how you're putting food on a schedule. Go tell us all about your ideas, how you do this inside of the Kingdom Fit Moms Facebook group, and I will see you next week. Hey, Fit Mom, if this episode bless you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light.